it's me, Zenobia Darling. You're listening to Hashtag Rockstar Life, the Coffee Break Podcast. Let's go. my cold brew at okay what's up guys i'm here having a coffee break with my friend big nick i know him from the uh com not the comedy scene in half degrees at the state theater how are you good how are you doing i'm doing dandy so we got a lot to talk about i'm winging this pulling this out of my ass so oh, yeah that's fine backstory on this i had it in my calendar and then you called me right when i was leaving my day job and i was like oh yeah i do have that today so it was good but yeah, you had you went and got pizza somewhere. We're not going to tell the pizza place, but it was horrible, right? Like the pizza was fine, but the guy was grumpy at the counter. Oh, I hate that. And then they like, not that I need salt on my fries, but they didn't salt them, which is kind of just unusual. Oh, they didn't put Old Bay on them. No, they didn't put anything on it. And then they Ugh. handed me a bottle of ketchup that was pretty much empty. Like I was getting the ketchup farts, you know that sound like uh, you're trying to squeeze it out. No, no, no. And there's no, nothing no. there. And there's nothing on the counter so I can just go fix it myself. Guy just seemed really inconvenienced that he had to serve me. Oh, God. And that, like... But of course, you have to leave a tip on the iPad for Oh, of that. course. You know of what I mean? Of course. Like, I would rather walk back in the kitchen and get it myself than yeah. to deal with you, man. Well, Sorry, I feel like but. the tip the tip place is everywhere. It's like everyone's a dip, fucking tip. And it's like, I was a server. I'm, I'm a good tipper. I know how tipping is. Some of these things, I'm like, do you need the tip? Or are you yeah. just trying to get more money? Like, And so I think that... the depends totally on the place mm -hmm. like if you're at a drive-thru no if you're at mcdonald's no oh yeah fuck that but like coffee shops i i'm weird about that like if they're privately owned mm -hmm. like you know like a family business I'm yeah like, like yeah, I'm coffee across the street yeah. yeah i'm like i'm here to support you guys yeah absolutely if it's a starbucks or a duncan nah, me, nah. not really unless you do something way above and beyond yeah. But that's not going to be frequent enough that you need a tip jar there. Uh, yeah, that's true. All right. <laughs> yeah. So we do have, a, we are having a coffee break. So I'm drinking my cold brew. What are you drinking? Uh, Not coffee, actually. But just, you're still having a coffee break. Yeah. So what's absolutely. what's in the cup right there? It's a, it's a Dr. Pepper. A doctor, the is there anything fun added to it? There might be fireball in mine. I don't know. <laughs> I don't just, I don't divulge such things. Uh, no, actually, I'm sober now. So I don't. Oh, uh, you, I don't really? Yeah. yeah, that's a recent development in my life. So, oh, how recently? Today is actually one month. Excellent! Congratulations! So you're a three day chip. Uh, no, I don't go to the meetings. I mean, I, yeah, you know, I'm not. It's not like I was an alcoholic before. Yeah. it's just a a lifestyle choice that I made. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're a comic, and I know that comedy can comics can be very dark people, and they can battle their demons. So, and sometimes it's good to kind of. For comics not to drink. I know with me, like, I've capped it when I perform, like, two drinks only. I mean, honestly, for me, it was more about um, some friends that I have that mm -hmm. struggle with that. And so it's kind of more of, a, like, a solidarity and support thing for them. Oh, excellent. And so that they're making this big leap. And for them, those 30 days are extremely hard. Yeah. And so for me, I'm like, cool. I'll be by your side with that. Yeah. So oh, it's, that's it's amazing. Less about, it's less about me and more about, like... Just my friends and that, you know. That's what I've loved that because, like, it's. I mean, my dad jokes that I put the fun in functioning, but it's like, I've really like toned it down because, like, there have been times where, you know, I've gone on stage and drag and I'm like, you know, sloppy, you know, hot mess, <laughs> which is not fun anymore. And plus, like, 
I mean, I'm in my 30s. I can't be doing that. But that's good. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm mostly, even when I wasn't sober, I didn't drink that much. Partly because of, like, you know, trying to get a ride and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's always a but, bitch, especially in Maryland. <laughs> but the other part of that was uh, I'm a freaking wimp about hangovers, man. Oh, my God. Like, I'm no good the next day. I'm not one of those people that can just go to work afterwards. Oh, no, no. I'm in the bed. I'm like, I'm, you know, passed out, wanting to, like, slip my wrist. I'm like, I'm over this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There is not enough ibuprofen in the world. Oh, yeah. No, you got and you got one hand on the wall, one foot on the floor trying to make the bed not spin. I'm like, I can't be doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. I get Did that. Did it a couple times, and I'm like, cool. I know what it's about now. I'm not yeah. doing it anymore. And, like, so you're in the comedy scene. So how long have you been doing comedy? Uh... I'd say like off and on for about a year now. Excellent, because like I mean, we do that. We do an open mic nights at the State Theater together with Thez, and like you've gone up there, and every time I've seen you, you've like killed. Well, thanks. Um, honestly, it started with uh, open mics that weren't for comedy. Yeah, and so we had these open mics for uh, bands, and uh, I don't know uh, how much the listeners know about open mic sets here, but. Well, I mean, about, if we're you, sponsored by the state, so oh, cool. I mean, Jared uh, paid some bills for oh, me. Oh, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> um, so in most places, you get to an open mic, and there's like five people that sign up, mm-hmm. and everybody's just like you're searching sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, when we first started with those, we had the same problem. So I would get up there and just read terrible dad jokes off my phone. And I did that for a little while, and... Uh, they used to refer to me as the best worst comedian, <laughs> um, which was pretty accurate. Yeah. Still is. And then um, slowly I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to be doing this, you know, every month, I'm going to like put together some more like connected thoughts. And then uh, one day I was just like, you know what? I'll go to the comedy open mics just to try it, you know, life experience. And so now I treat it kind of like karaoke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, if on a whim you decide to do it, cool. If not, you know. I just like, like a- being there. Like, cause I've gotten to the point now, I've done it a few times and I'm kind of like stand up. I've been really trying to workshop with it. And kind of now that I've transitioned to podcasting, it's like, I'm done doing like the rehearsed sets. Like, they're not, my- and I bombed horribly. I don't know if you were there for that. Like, January of 2022, I did it and I bombed horribly and my dad was in the audience which was hilarious but then i came back when davy started doing it so i must have not been there because i've really truly only seen a couple people totally bomb it yeah there's some people you can tell are nervous there are people that you know you can be like oh you know everybody's a critique when you're sitting in the crowd oh "Oh, you need to do this or that um but i really only seen like one or two people totally totally bomb it so either you didn't do as bad as you thought, or I just wasn't there that night. No, that's true. Because like with me, I'm, you know, I'm the, I'm the biggest critique to myself, and I'm like, oh, I definitely bombed. Yeah, and like my dad talks about it. He was like, oh, that like you could tell you were nervous, and I'm like, I always sound nervous because I talk really fast and I'm really animated. But like I like going up there with Bam and just like riffing, like you know, and. I, yeah, and riffing is a different set yeah. of skills. Because that's the, I'm um, an improv, like, that's all my theater stuff. So that's why I'm, like, busting that out, whereas, like, when I write a set, and, of course, I'm Joan Rivers, I have my iPad up there, and I'm like, ugh. I think what a lot of people do is they, like, pre-plan riffs as much as possible. Yeah. Um, you know, like, oh, what if a heckler shouts this out? Or what are some quick, witty lines that can See, apply to See, that's everything? where my drag performing, because I have to be shady, 
So it's like, I can be really quick. And like, also I've learned kind of through the comedy scene, like in LA that like comics will heckle you. The comics will. Oh yeah. Which I love. That's when you, like when I heckle comics somebody, your friends. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, that's when I know what's a good, like I would heckle Bam. I've heckled, heckled Fez. I've heckled a few, like there was one that wasn't the best that I heckled and like someone else in the audience called me out. I'm like, fuck you. Like, yeah, it's half the fun. I know. It's like, you're supposed to do that. And plus it's like building your performance skills. Cause you're going to be heckled. Like it's not a matter of if it's when. Yeah. So, so who are your comedy idols? Oh, um, so when I first started, I would just rip jokes off of Mitch Hedberg yeah. all the time. Okay. And, um, gosh, what's the other guy's name? He's the one that does the drawings on the flip chart all the time. Carrot Top? No, not Carrot Top. Because that he doesn't. No, he doesn't do the. No, he does prop comedy. Yeah, I'm forgetting the guy's name right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Nate Bargatze. Yeah, he's he's great. He's phenomenal. Excellent. <laughs> Spirit animal right there. Oh yeah, no, he's good. So he's coming. Is he coming to Baltimore? I don't know. Oh, is he really? He might be. I just saw a lineup of a bunch of comics coming into, I think, Magoobies. Is that it or whatever it's called in Hot Valley? Yeah, Magoobies. That's yeah. down in Timonium. Yeah. Um, because I know a lot of LA comics. That's where they go. Yeah. So I've been there before. It's actually a cool little place. Yeah. Um, I was there for some, you know, I hate to say local nobodies, but yeah. local Some nobodies. of the local nobodies are better than oh, the people they're bringing from LA. Absolutely. But I will they, say they I They were saw... local nobodies like me, you know? Okay. Um, and so... That's kind of what I saw that night. But they had pictures on the wall of all the artists and uh, comedians that came through. Mm. And there were some big names. I've seen Tim, De- Tim Dillon there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He's like my... Oh, I love Tim Dillon. He's like my fave. Okay. I can't say is that I'm familiar with Tim okay. Dillon. Okay. He's always on Joe Rogan's podcast. He's like the big, bigger, like, gay dude who, like, really riffs Okay, from Long Island. Talks about being, like, a drug addict during, like, working I, in the, the mortgage industry. Huh. He's He was there in... Like last September, okay, yeah, yeah. I love him though; he's good. So you do you do Joe Rogan all that stuff? I mean, I've watched like clips of his I interviews. Have, but I have thoughts. I have a hard time sitting for an hour and yeah. listening to a podcast. Um, and I also, I have mixed feelings about him. Like I do too. So I, as a person, I think he's probably a really cool person. Yeah, and I don't ever see any ill intent in his heart. But I've also heard things, and granted, it's it's not, um, you know, rumor mills only so accurate. But yeah. I've heard things about, you know, what he believes that I wouldn't necessarily agree with. Yeah. And then at the same time, it he reminds me of, like, that guy that he's just kind of like the guy that wants to be friends with everybody. Yes. And so yes. I think sometimes, like, he's talking about, like, these alien conspiracy theories and he's talking about it like it's fact. Yeah. And I'm like, like, and the people he has on are other celebrities, like the dude from Blink-182. And I'm like, okay, let's really look at this right now. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's not to say you have to stay in your lane completely, but I think, um, a lot of people, once they become an expert in one subject, think they're an expert in everything. Yes. And so you just have to be careful with that. Like, I'm sure some of what he says is true, but then at the same time, other bits of that have been fact-checked and they're not true at all. Yeah. Or there's like lots of missing information that would have changed the conversation. Um, and that's that's not any ill intent, I don't yeah. think. I think it's just not knowing. 
So um, let's get let's deep dive into aliens and UFOs because I'm an alien or I'm a drag alien. I beamed down from my UFO for this. So let's go. What are your take? What are your takes? I know you're into it. I can tell. Aliens or drag aliens? Well, I mean, <laughs> are I they don't w- know anything about drag aliens yeah. to be honest. But you know a lot about aliens, right? I mean, I know what All right. the media has told us here. Okay. Um, what do you believe? Well, do you believe? There was a, a guy who said once that either we're alone in existence or we're not, and each option is as scary as the other. Yep. And that really resonated with me. Um, I mean, you think about how vast existence is. I, I'd be lying to say that there's, we're the only ones. Like, yeah. that's very conceited. At the same time, I have a very hard time imagining any of it and when people say it's real and they've seen it, I just, I have my doubts about that, Yeah, you know? Like, I've seen ghosts, I've seen stuff like that. I mean, I am a ghost hunter, but I've never seen anything alien or UFOs, and I want to. And and here's the thing, like, I, I would believe that there's something there, but it's just the, the sources that say they've seen it generally aren't credible. Yes. And then you get this mixed information about, like, the government knows mm-hmm. best, and they have all of that, and... Oh, you yeah. know, of course, then it's there, it's denied, it's true, it's not. So it's it's kind of hard to follow. Yeah. Do you um, um do you have anyone that like sticks out in particular who you've listened to talk about it? Like no, I think Bob Lazar's the dude that was on Jerry's podcast. I don't I don't particularly go out looking for that yeah. content unless it like comes across my feeds. Okay. Um but you know. We've all watched the History Channel oh, documentary. Oh, Ancient Aliens. Yeah. That's like my favorite. Oh, that's. do you watch that show? How many? I, I used to watch it, and it would crack me Oh, my God. Up. It's like actually a good way to learn history because the history, the ancient history they're presenting is actual, like, real. Oh, yeah. It's just the theories are kind of like, what the fuck? And I mean, like, even some of the information presented about those theories is accurate, but that when they start going oh. into it, it's just totally left field. And then you get the and wacko Greek guy with the fucked up hair. <laughs> I'm like, okie dokie, let's do this. And I'm not going to lie, <laughs> there's there's someone in my family that I care deeply about that will watch those and say, but it's on the History Channel, it's true. Oh and my took God. It, and took it as fact. And so it was it was difficult for a little bit to try and... Like, it's one of those things that. where, like, you know, you're, it's the end of the day, you need to decompress, you smoke mm-hmm. a little weed, and you're like, you know, you're like, okay, let's let's watch these idiots fantasize about this. Yeah. But, it, I mean, I did, I learned a lot of ancient history through it. Yeah. Which I'm kind of like, yeah, but it, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, the alien side hooked me in, because I was like, ooh, aliens, what's this? And I'm like, okay, this is neat. And it shows, like, really good art. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. And then you mentioned ghosts. I love ghosts. And so, again, similar experience. This one I would be willing to believe more. Um, I like. I believe, you know, there are spirits and, and all that, so logically ghosts would have to exist, right? Yeah. That makes sense. Um, I don't, however, I can't say is that I've seen them okay. or experienced that. Um, and it always seems that for the most part, I say always, most time, most of the time, these experiences are from people when it's dark or late at night and they're yeah. already scared and That's on edge about true. something. And so it's like, well, if ghosts are real and ghosts are ghosts, you're going to see them out in the daylight and, and, you know, normal times. Um, but there's absolutely something to be said for spirits and, um, you know, just 
a, a, I don't want to say like paranormal, but another section of reality that we don't fully understand. Yeah. Um, and I think all religions touch on that in some way. Like, or I kind of feel like I mean, religion is trying to explain all that stuff. Yeah. And you're like, okay. And so that's, that's kind of the thing is you look at all those religions and a lot of them have similar values, yes. just different ways to get there. Yep. A lot of them have similar beliefs. They call things by different names, but it's kind of the same and idea. It all looks different, but it's all the same when you boil it down. Yeah. So wait, um, you volunteer at the state theater and work there. Like, yeah. you've never had any paranormal experiences there? I no. have. I mean, of course, I'm in there with my ghost box, but like, I will I, say. There have been people that have been in there that have, without a like ghost mm-hmm. hunting that just have had those experiences. Yeah. I personally have not. Because I was there like a month ago. I was when I was doing something here at the gallery, and I went down there to get ice, and straight up walked in with. I had my spirit box. I could tell they were charged, and I just started talking, and they came through the spirit box. And I've had many weird experiences there, but I also am like a magnet for that shit because I go looking for it. The only like paranormal experiences that I've had, and this this has happened in the rest of my family too, is like for some weird reason lights go out. Oh, so when my grandfather passed away within three days, every single light bulb in the house burned out. Um, Wow. Like I remember being a kid and there was this one particular light. Uh, If I was in the car with my mom, we would drive under it. The light would Mm. go out and then on our way home, it would come back on. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't until I was in like my early 20s that I started noticing that happening to me. Um, They've yet to come back on, but they will. I will drive underneath of them and they just go out out of nowhere which is kind of it happens wild. a lot i know a lot of people that it's actually like it's it's a type of phenomenon that i think there's a wikipedia page about hmm. i've looked at it it is a, i think it's a real thing because i've seen it happen yeah i didn't know that was a real thing i thought we were just weird man to be no, honest it, I, it's I, i'll have to google it do you have your phone out uh i do i mean i have my ipad in front of me but i think it's called like street light phenomenon or something but like because it's you walk past the street light and it goes out you walk past. I know I've exploded a light bulb by accident when I was mad one time. That was fun. Street light phenomenon? It's like street light psychic phenomenon or something. I know I've seen it before. Street light interference phenomenon. Yes. Yes. Okay. Sometimes called high voltage syndrome is the claimed ability of individuals to turn street lights or outside building security lights on or off when passing near them. And... It, you know, this makes it sound like it's, like, controllable or intentional. But it's not. It's it's absolutely it's random. not. Like, for me, it was just it happens. Yeah. And I'm trying to, like, connect the dots. I'm like, oh, is this, like, a good luck or bad luck? Yeah. And I can't even pin it down to that, let does, alone something Do you know, if, does it happen, control. like, a certain time of the month or anything? Because I've also heard, like, during a full moon, it'll happen more. No, I can't say that I've ever paid attention to that. Um I mean, obviously, it's generally at night when the lights are on. Yeah. It's, it's always street lights. It's not like, you know, yeah. lights in my home from my experience. Ooh. Um, I love it. Yeah. I mean, that is I mean, that is a ghostly phenomenon or like yeah, a paranormal. That's, that's really the only like experience I've had. But are you like open to it, though? Because I know like your day job, you kind of have to be like tune things out. And I noticed a lot of people do do that with the paranormal. So do you think you might tune it out or tune out the paranormal? No, yeah, like you know, because you gotta put those blinders on because it's like. I mean, I I approach it with a healthy skepticism. Okay, you know what I mean because I I, I feel like we kind of tend to like paranormal. You can't argue it because you also can't really explain it. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to make it, say, you know, a last resort. If science can't answer it, if logic can't answer it, then it has to be that. Um, but it's very easy to go into the mindset of, oh, it's a ghost. Oh, that's spirit. Oh, that's a paranormal something. Um, and then those those quickly get turned away, which I think actually hurts that whole mentality and yeah. movement when people try and take it seriously um there's definitely something serious to it but all those false claims actually hurt it yeah um and so, so do you watch any like paranormal reality shows i you know i've watched a few but did you watch ghost adventures i i don't even With know what it was. oh my gosh this was uh <laughs> that guy this ooh. was Probably my little darlings like, love the paranormal reality television. I was watching something like mid two thousands on TV, just whatever. Was oh on god, it probably time. was old school Ghost Hunters. It might have been, or was it? There was one on ABC Family. Like this was in the early aughts, called Scariest Places on Earth, with the woman. Um, she was in Linda Blair was in it, and then the narrator had like a voice that she's like, "The hauntings were this," and she had that type of voice. Hmm. Yeah, I may have seen that. And it was like these douchebag college kids that they're like sending into like Waverly Hills Sanatorium and they're screaming at like, you know. But like you said, I mean, again, with History Channel, you just watch it, veg out. and That's very true. Don't really pay attention. That's how I was with this stuff. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is some ghost hunting nonsense. And then just went along my way. And, you know, I never really thought about it until I got older and people were like, Oh yeah, this is like a serious thing that people question. And I'm like, oh, uh, you're like, yeah, okay. I know. I just like it because it's fun to talk shit about. <laughs> yeah. So like going back to the to the comedy night. So do you do any other open mic nights in the area or? No, really, I don't. Like I said, to me, it's just kind of like karaoke. You yeah. get up there just for the fun of it, kind of on a whim. And so to to like go around to different open mics to do it feels very intentional like i almost really yeah. don't even see myself well as it's a comic, it, so. it's like that rat race of, of the hustle and i'm like yeah you I, know like i like I've that one hustles going on yeah, that's how I, I don't need another one like and to like, me it's just fun yeah that's, that's how i am like the is. open mic night it's like you know i'm mentoring a few of the comics that go up there it's like if i need to go up there i will like if no one signs up yeah i'll go up there but like for the most part like last week it was like i didn't have to and it was fun and i got to like i like hanging out with other comics and i like yeah. you know yeah, last week I brought some friends along. I you like, brought you brought some friends. I mean, you filled half the fucking theater. <laughs> okay, I I filled half. I brought twelve people though, so that tells you no, about our attendance. No, that's very attendance. true. Yeah, that's it's true. It's not like it was, uh, you know, Royal Farms. Well, Arena. I, I just filled way loved up. it because they were like punk bicycle bike people, bicycle oof, punk bike people that like. They look scary, but I'm like, all these people are some of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's the that's like the beauty of the state. Because also we had like that comic who had the wheelchair stuff that brought a bunch of people. And then it was just oh, was yeah. like it was a lot last week. Dude, the state, I'll tell you what, we've had some like some crazy stuff there. Yeah. I mean, we've had uh, gong meditation. We've had belly dancers. <laughs> we've had a uh, we had a. The Foo Fighters cover band where the lead singer was wheelchair bound. Oh, uh, oh God. We had, oh. you know, like, you name it. It's it's happened It's there. like a nice venue, though. And I know, like, the, like, Havid Grace, like, you know, foo foo people are always, like, it's grungy. But I'm like, that's the way it's supposed to be. Like, it's a nice, a We're eclect- grunge like our music. Yes. And I'm like, we're cool. Like, we're the cool kids. Because I love going in there, you know, and Katie and Jared are, like, the best people ever, and, like, Lexi, like, everyone in there, and, like... Yeah, it's a fun time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like uh, volunteering there because, you know, really it's where I was going to be anyway for the weekend, so yeah. might as well just be working it. You oh, know? yeah, and you're like, you know, plus we could, you know, drink and, like, just goof off and... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Ooh, what other... So do you... Vol- do you... um. You do the comedy nights. Do you do any other nights that, or is it? I love any of the times they have live music, man. Yeah. I am a huge, huge music fan. And so any of the live shows, I try and be there for that. Um, I've, I've pretty much done like anything that we, we've done there. I've at least been to it once or twice. Yeah. Um, because I just, I don't know. I like trying new things. And have you been to the drag show yet? I have been to a couple of the drag shows. How'd you feel about it? Uh, it's it's fun. It's it's not for me. Yeah. It's not for me. I I can see how people would enjoy it. Um but I I feel like once you've seen one, you've seen all of it to me like And that drag is very like RuPaul drag race drag and yeah. it's very like the surface level drag whereas like I feel like if I see you some of the underground shows, some of the punker drag shows I'm in like that I used to be in where I'm like, we're stapling money to our legs, putting hooks in our eyes. I think you would click with that. I I don't know, to be honest. What? Oh, I, oh, I thought you liked the freak show stuff. I mean, yeah, but I, I don't know. Like my whole thought on the, the drag stuff, it, it's just, it's different. Yeah. I don't know if that's the, the do you go to wrestling? For me. Yeah, I've seen okay. some of the wrestling, and I realize that those are pretty much just straight guys in drag. Yes, yes, <laughs> but oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, because um, it's the campiness, the character. I'm like, this is yeah. Honestly, I wasn't really a wrestling fan either, to be honest. Like, I mean, I'll go to the shows; they're fun. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are really cool guys. Um, the drag. Well, they show- all have to like shit in the theater before the show so it's always like you go upstairs and you're like why does it smell bad yeah and it's like oh you all emptied your bowels and you all are on protein and it's disgusting <laughs> even even the chicks oh yeah that too oh my god because they're trying to get me to go like to go see it i'm kind of like wrestling i'm like eh. i mean it's it's fun in the sense of dumb entertainment in yeah. my mind and they use um, the balcony as um, the dressing room, so like I can't sit up there like the rock star, <laughs> and, like be like antisocial. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, really, you don't need to. Like they're they're a good group of guys mm-hmm. and girls. I mean, they, they're just all really kind and there to enjoy it. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, Do they get paid enough? Pay a lot of money, or honestly, I talked to one of them about it. I think he said they get like a a twenty dollar sort of like assistance or something for showing up to cover gas but until they make it to like a higher league Mm -hmm. i think they're all just kind of like they'll travel on their own some of them from you know as far as like florida up to here and and all you know hours to come to these shows and they also pay to train yeah and so for the most part this is not like a career for them it's just kind of a working up till it could be a career yeah it's kind of like us comics or like us drag queens it's like ooh. That's yeah, yeah, and it's and I don't want it to sound like I'm knocking drag. Like I think it's, I I think it's good for the the people that love mm. it. Like absolutely, you know, um, it's just it's one of those. For me, I saw it as okay. We're coming out. There's music. You dance. You do your little you know twerk, whatever it is. Death drop. Yeah, and like <laughs> you know, you go out there and collect some money, and it's cool and it's fun and. Then, you know, they stop and joke around mm-hmm. and there's a little bit of crude humor and that's all in good fun. Oh, there, yeah, there. And then, and then you move, move along to the next person and that's cool. But like that same format kind of gets old to me and 
Yeah, like um, I, I 100% agree with you because like I've been to so many drag shows and half the time I'm like, who is this queen? I'm like, oh, it's a different queen? Oh, why are we doing the same thing? <laughs> yeah, and it's just, it feels like they're, they're all trying to have that same attitude. Like, yeah. they're all trying to be, oh, I'm that bad bitch. And it's like, oh, well. I'm going to be a Lady Gaga queen. Statistically, or I'm going to be this queen. Statistically, not all of you can be that. Yes. You know? Very true. Um, and just, you know, I don't know. It's it's not for me. I also, like, it was an interesting experience once to see it. So you Well, that's what it. I always say. Like, drag's not like, for everybody, but... I always say, you at least have to go to a show to see yeah, if you don't like it. Absolutely, you know, like I tried eel once. I absolutely yeah, hate eel. I, that. I tried. I tried wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to try it again. But yeah. I've at least tried it. Yeah. Um, and that's that's kind of where I'm at with drag. Like, if you like it, that's cool. But mm-hmm. it's just not my sort of yeah. sort of entertainment. Um, the only one that like really gets me is like when. And, and I don't think this is your average drag show, but there are some extremes mm-hmm. with um, like exposure and nudity. Yes, that are most definitely not appropriate for all audiences. Yeah. And I think that's where the news and and this is this is the weird part because you know the news likes to speak in generalities. Oh, and I know. Absolutes. Yeah. And I, I think you know children shouldn't be at those shows where yeah. it's absolutely explicit. Um, but honestly, once you're 18, you're an adult. Do yeah. what you do. That's, I ca- that's, that's your how, choice. Yeah, like my drag persona, my drag show, my performing is adult only. I don't want kids there. Yeah. But like, you know, but there are other queens I know that do more of like a family-friendly style. In the Kind of like, you're going to, if you go to Disney World and see Cinderella, I mean, practically that's a woman in drag, so. Yeah. At the same time, I also don't think, like it's the same mentality of you wouldn't bring a kid to a strip club. Exactly. You wouldn't bring a kid to uh, a stand-up show where oh, they're yeah. cussing every other word. Oh yeah. Or it's you know inappropriate content. Yeah. And that that really comes down to individual parenting. Yeah. Um. And so to me, that's less on the performer and more on the uh, the parents. But of course, there's some overlap there too. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like, I don't want to fucking get at my show. I mean, even with comedy, I mean, think about the last, when me and Bam went up there, I was talking about how straight guys need to clean their ass more. Like, no kid needs to hear that. Like, no, absolutely you know, not. yeah, I was, yeah, we were laughing and having fun, but I'm like, that's not it. And like when I, you know, kids get freaked out when, you know, and I look in drag, I look scary. So it's like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, like, especially when you're worried about a book called Everybody Poops. Yeah, like, that's very true. If, if that true. is their understanding, they do not need to go beyond that yeah. into and other like, things. I find a lot of times the media is like sexualizing drag when it's it doesn't need to be sexualized. Like They're the ones saying, like, oh, they're men dressed as women. It's like, that's not the point. They're playing a character, but like the kid's not going to know that the kid's just seeing like a performance. Yeah. Some... That's that's kind of a tricky one, you know. Yeah. It depends on the age of the kid mm-hmm. and how aware. I mean that's true. I mean 40 in stages, yeah, that's true. You know, I mean like if they're if they're 3 years old, they're probably just seeing a performance. Mm-hmm. If they're 12, they're probably trying to understand what's going on and it depends on how their family has exposed them yeah. to that sort of information before. Um, but ultimately I really just don't think it's a place for kids. Yeah. I I totally agree with you. I mean, when I see kids at shows, I'm like, "Eh." or like I'll get asked to do like a family friendly, like pride thing. And I'm kind of like, like, can I say cunt? Can I say shit? Like, what do you want me to do? Like, I'm not Ellen. I'm not like, you know, 
I'm like, I, there's other queens that do that shit. I'm not one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it, it's all personal discretion, but yeah. I know, I know where I personally stand on that. Yeah. One. No, no, so, I, no. And I, I appreciate this and I love conversations like this because I feel like there's such this hyper politicization of drag right now. And it's like from people who have never been to a drag show when it's like, go to a drag show, experience it, and then make an opinion. Whereas a lot of times people are making opinions kind of being like stirred up by the media and whatnot. And right. it's like weird culture war. And it's kind of and like... this. I think everything is polarized right now. Yeah. And, you know, like I've seen stuff about drag shows where there are people dancing with quite literally no clothes oh, on. Oh, yeah, I've been to those shows. And, oh, yeah. and children are around, and I'm like, that is not okay. Yeah, I'm like, that. Um, you wouldn't take your kid but, to a strip club. Yeah, but at the state theater, like, everyone's fully clothed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, I'm not saying it's the most appropriate situation, yeah. but it's it's very, very different than yeah, you're not, what the like, media shows. The only adult thing is the, the, the crude humor. Like, that's about it. Other than the that, humor, some of the gestures. Yeah, that's you know. true. Oh yeah, because definitely um, Bambi's up there, like sucking the microphone like a dick. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and that's that's fine when mm. you're when you're older. Yeah, you know, if you enjoy it and it's funny, it's funny. But you know, as a kid, even even if it was a, a straight version of everything, yeah. you know, taking well, I mean, think about drag the wrestling. Aside, but, like, you oh, know, yeah. I wouldn't a, ta- like yeah. I would take a kid to a wrestling show, but not. Like we have CZW, mm-hmm. and then there's a another one, a little more family friendly one. Yeah, I might take them to the family friendly yeah. one. I wouldn't take them to one where they're, you know, going to be swinging barbed wire at each oh. other and bleeding. Oh, and, they do that? Uh, not here in Maryland. You're not allowed oh. blood matches in Maryland. But you know, some of the like more violent ones, I wouldn't want a kid there. Or oh my God. So that you know, I some of the, like CZW Ooh. has, uh, you know, language. <laughs> Yeah, you know, adult language. I wouldn't want because a kid the wrestlers are that. playing a character, right? Right. Okay. Absolutely. But then there's like the more family friendly version, you know. And how I'm is like, wrestling like that? That would be interesting to me to see because I'm like, how are they making this? Like, are they are they still punching each other? Uh, from what I understand, it's it's a bit of a mix. Like some of it's pre planned, some of it's not. Um, you know, obviously, if they're just gonna like full on just deck somebody in the head like those are big dudes like they wouldn't be still yeah. standing if that was the case um and so, there's medics there like i know jared said that the whole are. left side are like the emts and the fire company people which i'm like yeah. i could see that yeah so definitely there is some like from what i understand some physical contact like mm-hmm. when you get slammed on that mat it is not a soft like yeah. it's you're gonna, it's gonna you're hurt. Getting, yeah. Um. I've seen them like slap each other and leave like huge welts on their chests. Oh, that's that's real. Oh, um, that's I love that shit. But like, I mean, if if you know a big guy kicks somebody in the face, there's really you know that person's gonna be out. So some of yeah. that has to be staged a bit, I'd imagine, just for their like. Own do safety. do they have like any type of like fake blood or like blood capsules or anything like that? I haven't seen it here. Okay. Um, and again, I think that just goes back to Maryland and their laws about oh, damn um, Maryland, you know, because if you're showing blood, it's mm-hmm. violent and all that. And like I know that when I do my freak show stuff, like like last week when we had that little party, and I was trying to teach Trish how to staple money to your leg, and Jared's like, "No, we're not doing this." Trying to teach Trish what now to staple money? Like I used to take like a stapler and like actually like take my tips and staple them to my thigh. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, do you see the scar on my face? You know how I got that? Oh man! I used to put—I can know how to put hooks in my eyes, and one of them snapped right there, and that skin's very sensitive. 
Yeah, that's why I'm like, people don't realize, like, I'm pretty, like, when it comes to, like, the punk drag scene I used to be in, like, I go hardcore. Okay, have you heard of Paranormal Circus? Oh, I haven't. Oh, yeah. So it's actually coming back in town in, like, a month or so, I Oh, think. is it the Vampire Circus? No, it's called Paranormal Circus. Oh, my circus. God. Ugh. And so they have, like... Oh, my God. It's like a freak show mixed with a circus mixed with, it. like, haunted everything. Ugh. So you go through, like, a haunted uh, graveyard and, like, house Ugh. to get to the main auditorium. It's like and then it's, house. like, your traditional oh. circus, you know, trapeze and everything else, but they're dressed up like these ghouls Ugh. and, you know... We got to Google I mean, them. We got to... Oh, my God. We got to Google gotta... them. Actually, I got to... Oh, you got... Are they coming I, to the Star Center? No. Because uh, I thought something with the Star Center did something. I, I'm not sure what the Star Center does. I mean, I, I don't either. I mean... I'm I, State Theater for Life. I don't exactly, really pay attention too, to anything it's like, else. All the rest of them, they don't give us respect. I, you I know. don't even get into all of that. Like, I we just, give them respect, but at the same time, it's like, you know, we're State I, Theater people. I only have so many brain cells to function yes. and so many things <laughs> I can worry about. And I've... And decided I'm on the state theater, and I yep. can't split up my attention, or I just kind of become half-hearted at all of it, and that's no good to anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had a paranormal... Th- uh, anything paranormal like that it sounds amazing. Yeah, so it's... And honestly, like, I am not a, like, scary movie, or I'd never done, like, a haunted house thing before. Really? You've never seen a scary movie? I mean, I've seen scary movies. I don't like what's, them. What's your favorite? <sighs> Let's see here. I've only seen a couple. It was, I think, The Nun. Okay. Ed and Lorraine Warren. And then... Those are was, ghost hunting OG people. There was one. It was... Um, Hellraiser? No. It was about some family during like World War II, and they had to run out into a, like a house in the middle of nowhere and pull all the, you know, the blackout shades and everything. Oh, gosh. I, I can't remember. Oh, that sounds scary. Because, I mean, we're coming into spooky season, so it's like, I got to, I know Hellraiser, both the original and the remake are my fave. You got to watch Hellraiser. Oh, don't, I, I hate when people are like, you got to see this. Like, I, I just am not a movie person for the most That's part. That's very true. And like, Because I asked you what movies you were like, and, you're, and Lexi <laughs> straight up was like, he doesn't watch movies. And I'm like. And I was like. I've seen the Barbie movie, and then you've past, seen the Barbie movie. I, I haven't even seen I the Barbie see movie. That. I did see that. How'd you feel about it? Uh, it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Okay, I was expecting, um, you know, a bunch of like overly political and I would yeah, commentary I'm and this that. and that. It's it's not. I'm not to say that it's not there, but it's mm. not as much as I thought it would be. Is it artistically done and kind of thrown in there? It's. Mm. You can see when they're intentionally doing it. Okay, because that's the um, thing. I'm like, I don't want political Barbie. I want like, I want Barbie the fucking doll being dumb, and Ken being like a freaking you know, blonde haired idiot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Ken is your typical Chad about things. You know, just kind of doy da doy and. Um, <laughs> You know, like they they talk about Barbie being all these different things. So there is the you know the dumb Barbie, but there's mm-hmm. also the Nobel Peace Prize Barbie and the President Doctor Barbie. Barbie and President Barbie. Yeah. So I mean, they they show all sides of it, and there's some humor and like you know um, how Barbie moves and how slow the car drives. And oh just God. Silly, you know some silly stuff. But at the end of the day, I think like a kid can watch it. They're not going to be thrown into any like 
it's not overly political to a point where a kid couldn't enjoy it or, you know, something came up. And uh, ultimately, like, it's just a fun... It's Barbie, you know. Yeah, what I that's mean? the like, thing. Like, I just, want fun, dumb Barbie. Like, yeah, just, just like a movie, where I can go and watch it. Like, I'm tired plain of plain and simple politization of Every everything. Movie. It's like, can we just have a movie that's be made just for the fun of it? Like, have you seen Showgirls? No. Oh, I haven't. Oh, here's some pictures of that. Paranormal oh, is this the Paranormal Circus? circus? Let's. See. Oh, wow, black light. It's it's wild. Ooh, vampire. Ooh, definitely have to. Let, oh, we got to go to that. I wonder I would, if the, I mm. ten out of ten I would go again. Tickets are only like where does it? They, they where, had it in uh, Annapolis. Oh, okay. Last year, I think this year it's like somewhere in Lancaster. It's not terribly Ooh. far, and the tickets were super. We cheap. should see if Jared would book them at the state. I don't know if we have the space at the state. Okay. Plus, part of their deal is they have this like big circus tent that they set up. And, oh, okay. And you know what I mean. So it's kind of like they have their own deal already going yeah. on. It might Damn. be something you could convince Haverty Grace to do, like the mm. town to set them up. Well, and, uh, you know, I mean, we could, but maybe, at the same time, maybe. like I can't <laughs> deal with the politicization. Like I'm just or the political side. Like you know, I I do know. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, good. Sorry. You're at my studio table. It's, yeah, I know. It's... We're we even on a field trip because. We're just at my art studio, Gallery 220. It's where I'm having my coffee break. Yeah, I'm like having this podcast, mm. and I'm like looking at art on one side and storage on another, and you know, yeah. And you got a blonde wig in front of you. Is or that, no, it's blue. blue. It's it, so in order, blue. in order to do blue, you got to bleach your hair out. So I'm only a blonde, but I do variations on blonde. Of course, who doesn't know that? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Me, I didn't know that. That's true. Well, you're a straight guy, so... So how's dating in Havity Grace? Oh. oh wait, so in I should say in the Harford Cecil County area. Uh the dating pool is a bit of a cesspool, to be honest. Yeah. It's it's a mess. Are you on like are you on any apps or anything or so I have Tinder and Hinge. Okay. Um Hinge people are a little bit more intentional about what they're doing. And so that's like you get some better quality matches there. Tinder is an absolute freak show. Oh, um, not the good freak show. No, not unfortunately not. Um, yeah, but dating as a whole is just kind of a mess. To yeah, be well, honest. that's like that's what you do like stand up about. Yeah, that was part of my set. It was about that. Yeah. Ooh. Um, and I won't I won't delve into it. Too yeah, much, no, no, but yeah. That was definitely some of the Tinder tragedies. Um, you got you to come to the open mic night at the state to see that little tidbit. Yeah. It's good, though. Trust me. There's some <laughs> shit shows in this area. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, uh, I don't even... I can't even deal with any, like, dating like that. I can only imagine what straight dating is like. And, well, the problem is, like, there's all this... Um, you know, there's dating on the apps. And so, in person, it's like you feel confrontational just to mm-hmm. introduce yourself to somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like... Oh, hi, I'm Big Nick. And they're like, I'm here with my friends. I don't want to be bothered. You're such a person. I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, and like, you just don't want to be, you know, attacked or me too or canceled or whatever. Oh, God, the term you know, is of course, now. I'm sure those psycho bitches are like, oh, he's going to look at me weird. Ah, uh, me too, me too. You're triggering my trauma. Like, exactly. Oh, and so you don't, you don't want to kind of interact with that. But then you yeah. go online version and you are quite literally a nobody online. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like mm. 
somebody better pops up, cool, your plans are canceled. Yeah. Um, so I'm like actually talking to a chick right now who's canceled twice. Ah. Oh. And is like, I don't know, maybe. I'm like. Now, do you on the, do, do you like hook up with people on there or is it just dating? Um, I'm not going to say that I haven't, but that's not really what I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because um, I feel like that's the problem with like gay dating and like is it's all hookup stuff. And it's like, I want to date. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at is like, I yeah. want to date. And um, I, you know, people are like, you can list your intentions. And I'm like, that's cool. But not everybody's truthful about their intentions. Yes. Yes. A lot of people will say they want to date because there's more people looking for that. And then just try and hook up later or, you know. Their mood fluctuates. What is the and worst date you've ever been on? I can only pick one. Oh, you only <laughs> got one. I said, can I only pick one? Oh yeah. Oh, you've had multiple. Oh yeah. Oh. Um, you know, and I'm not here to like shame anybody, but when the these girl, are anonymous, but when the girl is bragging that her body count is higher than her age. And she's like super proud of it. <laughs> That's a little messed up. Um, that one ended with a high five, and then I washed my hands quite oh, a yeah. bit. Ooh. Um, I had one girl introduce herself to me. We didn't even go on a date. She was like, Hey, big boy, how about you hide your glasses in my fat rolls and see if you can find them? Oh my God. Um, oh, and she said, like, right, Oh my God. Oh, yeah. That was, that was just like her first message to me. Um, I've had. One who had her ex who lived in a camper in her grandmother's backyard and was banging the daughter of the girl he broke up with her for. Oh, my God. But oh. she was too focused on the restraining order on her mm. dad. Was that a Cecil County person? No, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. I was like, that sounds some Cecil We're going to blame that on Pennsylvania. Ooh. Well, that's the thing on This Is Have to Grace. They love to bitch about Pennsylvania people. Honestly, Are you on though, that Facebook group? I Yeah, I am. It's a shit show. It is. It's fun to watch it is, things. I mean, because these people on there are just such dumb. If you don't take life seriously, it's it's quite fun. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> I'm like, you know, wow, these people really are bitches about that. I'm I'm trying to find the one. I screenshotted it because I didn't think anybody would believe me if I didn't. Or is it like the picture of her dog? What, on dating apps? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, all of them. It's about their dog. It's about the office. It's about, oh yeah, you so, know, ooh. something. Yeah, here's this well, one. Well, people watch The Office and assume it's a personality. Ooh. I, mm. I wonder if, you can go ahead and read it if you want. Okay, this person. I have diabetes, so fuck all that sweet shit. I euthanize a baby faster than y- Usain Bolt. Ban- the, the, oh, the runner. The, oh, yeah, my God. the world track star. Banned from all Delaware public libraries, Macy's, and Newcastle, Newark, Middletown, Walmart. Looking for a man that can give me a face tat, mild coke addiction, and I have an arrest warrant. Well, yeah, man, that sounds like a keeper. And then people are like, why are you single? That's why. And then, at least I she, she just fucking put that on her like honestly, Tinder. Honestly, I was almost okay with it. Like, I, I swiped right. At least she put it out there. Yeah, that's very there true. some that are like exactly like hey, that, we're but not they try gonna, and hide it. We can't stop at the, you know. I was just hoping at some point that became satire. You know what I mean? Oh, it's. I think we're getting to that point where like, I think in like 10 years, we're going to look back at like social media this time and be like, what were we thinking? Because that's happening now with reality television. It's like reality television from like the early aughts up until about 2010 
it's called the wild west of it because it was like, we look back and we're like, why were we doing that? I feel like we're going to do that with social media and be like, well, what was happening? There is a little bit of, you know, reasoning behind some of the, the reality shows that yeah. were going on. One, I mean, it was a time where we were experimenting with what in the world are people going to watch? Yeah, and it's be a social experiment. In. It was a social experiment. Uh, the other, other part of that is I believe there was a writer's strike during that time as oh, well. Oh, yeah, that's why Survivor and got so, off, because it's cheap to produce without writing. Exactly. <laughs> so you don't really need a writer for yeah. a reality show or very little writing. And so that's why there was such a rise in all of those types of shows. And uh, it worked, to be yeah. honest. So there what reality shows did you watch? I... See, during that time, I was still kind of young, um, but like X Factor, I think was the one. Oh, where like that's... eating bugs. Uh, and, no, Fear Factor. Know, Fear Factor. That's where you that... got Joe Rogan from. Oh, really? We can thank that from Joe Rogan. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I remember being. It was like late Back elementary, early middle school, <sighs> something like that. You come home and the guy's like eating bugs and mm. in a tank of snakes and. Oh yeah, and then he's like having to like clean off stuff. like a moving tractor trailer. Yeah, and then there were some. They're, I don't know what they were called, but like the older versions of American Ninja Warrior. Oh God! Where they were like, where they were just like, you know, make it through this obstacle course, yeah. you know. Um, and that was super exciting. Did you watch like Real World or anything? No. MTV. No. There was uh, one that came out during COVID, and it was like Ultimate Tag. Oh God! Yeah. Oh. I watched a couple episodes of that because during COVID we were all really bored. But, yeah. Um. Yeah, grown men playing tag became that its, must be oof. It was it was interesting, and it brings out this like weird side to them. And you're like, wait a minute, where was this all the time? Yeah, it's one of those pe- things where when you see them in person, you probably couldn't take them seriously anymore. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, so you watch The Office? I do watch. The I got Office. thoughts about it. So, are you I, one of those people that make it your personality, though? Oh gosh, because no. I didn't. I've known you for a few months, and I didn't know that. Like, I knew you watched The Office because you said it, but I didn't know like. Yeah, I mean, like, I appreciate a meme here and there, yeah. but I'm not going to, like, you know, make my whole life based around it. So what's your favorite Office episode? Oh. I'll tell you mine. I love what's the, yours? Mine's the fire alarm one where oh, Dwight has the yeah. fire drill. Because that shit, and the one where Meredith got hit by the car. Yeah. Yeah, because they were running in the, uh, yeah. is that is that the one where they were running with the spe- traffic? Oh, yeah. Speed oh, camera, yeah. is that the same episode? Yeah. Yeah, that was There's a lot good. of The Office. Yeah, I mean, I I appreciate it because that's the style of acting I do. But at the same time, I'm like, honestly, I really now. Sorry, not to cut you off. The one no. I really like was the uh, the one where Dwight finds a joint in the parking. Oh lot. my god, yes! <laughs> and he's going in there and like interrogating mm-hmm. everybody. And then freaking and then, Creed's like, "Oh, that's Northern Lights. It's an indica." And yeah. he's like, "What?" Because he didn't. Know, and I'm Northern, like, uh, yeah, he's like Northern Light indica cannabis. He's like. No, it's just weed. <laughs> and so he didn't even know what he was working with. And then Jim goes in there and he's like, when you, I came in here, you told me that I would be conducting the interview. How much weed did you smoke? And he's like, what are you talking about? He said, it's a memory loss weed. So how would you remember if you smoked it? Oh my, and, and it's yes, like, yes. It was, it, he like totally flipped the tables on that one. And I love that. Cause that show is lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Did you watch any of the other ones like Parks and Rec? Like I only really got into the office. Uh, I did watch Parks and Rec. That mm. one was pretty fun too, to be honest. It was, you know, it was a little more, I, I hate to say dumb, but it was like a little yeah. more just kind of that dumb, mindless entertainment which, humor. Yeah, it wasn't... Which is great, because when I watch the, TV, I don't yeah. want to think, which is why I don't really watch movies, as yeah. we talked about. 
But what is your favorite movie? I think I Robot by Will Smith was really good. <laughs> I had that one on DVD. <laughs> Um, Major Pain was great. Oh, I, had... I just someone quoted Major Pain Monday to me, and I was Zenobi, like, "I'm getting like all this glitter all over me." My... Oh yeah, you're in oh, my, my uh, goodness. you're in my art studio. I should have known better. Ugh. Anyway, let's say the state wasn't open today, <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> where I normally record. I'm gonna like tighten this mic up here real quick. Do it because it's like this it's is my travel kit. This it's is my travel crazy. Kit. I'm like, you're gonna get all this kind of noise I, and yeah. But go. I mean, it's like, this is my travel kit, so I, you know, I'm kind of like, it does the job, but it's not like, you know, like we're in an art studio. Yeah. It's uh, it's like a Tinder date. It gets the job done, but it's not <laughs> something you're proud of. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh, man. what? Other, what so like, do you know who Anna Nicole Smith is? I got a I've, list for you. I've heard the name. Google her. Anna Nicole. Who's your favorite Playboy bunny? Did you, were you big in the Playboy? No, I mean, I am older than the age of magazines, so okay. like that wasn't really a. Thing Wait, are you older me. than me? I'm 27. Shit, I'm older than you. Yeah. Fuck. Well, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm 24. I don't know what I'm saying. Wait, 30. you're 24. Zenobia's 24. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. But still, I'm like shit. I didn't. Re- okay. I kept thinking you were older. Yeah. Not a no. bad thing. You have you have the like demeanor. Yeah. It's the demeanor. Yeah. So and you you're a bike person too. Yeah. What type of bike do you have? Uh, Harley Davidson. Did you drive it today? I I did this morning. I didn't bring it here because yeah. it was supposed to rain. Oh, it is supposed to rain? It's supposed to. And I'm not one of those people. Like, I have nothing to prove. I'm not going to, yeah. you know, if you're stuck in the rain, that's one thing. But I'm not going to go set out to be, yeah. to be in it. Because you, you brought know? in a bunch of biker people. Because I was really, <laughs> I was happy because they all have, like, the cut-off jean jackets. And I'm like, ah, yeah, my people. Yeah, because people like that, days. they look scary. They're not. They're the biggest teddy bears in the world. Don't fuck with them, but they're big softies. Yeah, absolutely. They're they're a good group of dudes. And yeah, they they were the ones that I uh, quit drinking for. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Yeah, that's awesome. Sorry, Anna Nicole Smith. Google right? Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah, I got some Anna stuff. Anna Nicole Smith. Because that's what I, I went through, and I was like, okay, who's some good pop culture figures that would be like? You would know who she is. I mean, the face looks kind of familiar. But she has a Netflix documentary that's actually, like, really good. Oh, man. You can't say documentary and really good in the same sense. I love documentaries. And that's why you're on that side of the podcast. Table. Uh, that's very true. <laughs> very true. Well, documentaries are, like, reality shows, but in movie form. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I mean... How do you feel about Anna Nicole Smith? So do you, like, uh, when it comes to girls, what's, like, what's your ideal chick? Uh, Brett Cooper. Okay. You said Ariana Grande too. Yeah. Ariana Grande as far as like celebrity, but yeah, if you're willing to go like the full broad spectrum of, you know, political and, you know, not just actresses and how do you feel about Lady Gaga? Do you think she's hot? Not particularly. I mean, I could see a picture and be wrong about that, but. Okay. Let me, go- let me Google it. What about Madonna? Absolutely not. <laughs> Would you like 80s Madonna or like Madonna now? Neither. Neither. Yeah. You know, like the gap Yeah, I'm tooth. double checking Lady Gaga, but that's still a no. Like, there's some moments where I'm like, Gaga, she, she's like, a, she's a drag queen though. 
I mean, there's Joanne, not Joanne, fuck. There's Stephanie Germanata, and then there's Lady Gaga's her stage name. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm i not into, like, girls that dress drag-like or really, like, bold like that. So you don't like, you don't like a lot of makeup? You like... I want them to look like they just rolled out of Starbucks, you know? Oh, do you like a basic bitch? Absolutely. Ooh. Yeah. If I can't pick her out from the rest of her sorority, it's it's perfect. So you want Ugg boots, leggings, a pumpkin, pumpkin spice latte, a pumpkin yes. chai, yes. North Face fleece, hair back up, pun ponytail with a band. Yeah. Being like, yeah. oh my God, she pissed me off last night. Yeah. I could listen to that all day long. Yeah. Like that. I mean, whole- is the sex good though? I have no clue. I haven't been that lucky. Um, okay. But everybody, you know, everybody like cracks on like that vocal fry that like, oh my God, it's like, that doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. See, everybody's got their own thing. That's very true. You know what I mean? That's very true. And I Yeah, I can't explain it. Did you date a lot in like college? Because uh, you're, you're a tiger too, right? Yeah, I am. Okay. I am. Uh, Welcome. Join the, we all are. Yay. <laughs> yeah, no, I dated some in college nothing like super serious though yeah now were you actually on like the Towson campus or were you no, like you was, were at HCC yeah I was at okay. their, their campus by HCC okay because like yeah I have a because I was on the campus in in there in Towson and it was like I got some stories we might I don't know I want to I want to do a Patreon with like some of my Towson friends like and make it Patreon only like and just riff about the trauma and the bullshit we've had to go through there. I mean, I only went to the main campus a couple times. Yeah. And those were for parties. Yeah. Because, so. like, there's, like, at the campus, there's the Valley of Knowledge, we call it. And then there's the art building up on the hill next to Shepherd Pratt. And there's really no difference between the Shepherd Pratt and the art building, I will say. What? You guys are... Well, it was just... The art building, I don't know how to describe it. You walk in and there's, like... You got the annoying band people like work warming up. You got the singers. It's like it's very eclectic. Like you know, you had me walking around in drag, running late to a scene, flipping out. You got so, the actors overacting, being the narcissistic assholes they are. So I don't know, and, and don't take this the wrong way because I know you're a theater person. Um, I'm not though. I think we saw that last week. I'm. I don't get like I don't click with a lot of theater people because I do a different type of theater. But there is like this mentality. Like there, there are some people you can just. They could be fifty years old. Mm-hmm. You will meet them, and you're like, "Oh, that's the theater kid from high school that just never grew up." Yep. And I'm like, you just know it, you know? Yeah. Watching. And it's not to say it's a bad thing. Yeah. Some of them are great people, but like, there's definitely a personality that's there. Yeah. The th- annoying theater kid. I can't. I can't handle it. Like I prefer. Like people are so shocked. I prefer drag queens and straight guys. Which I'm like, you know, it's just shocking. Yeah. Well, not really. I mean, people a, people think I should be friends with like theater queens and like really gay people. And I'm like, here's the thing you're a dude, you hang out with dudes that you have things in common yes. with. And yes. if that's theater people, cool. If it's not, cool. Like, I have more fun with the comics out of anyone else at the state. Like, I mean, I don't get me wrong, I love the drag queens and, you know, I'm cool with everyone there, but it's like the comics, it's like, when we're backstage in the green room bitching, that's my favorite. Yeah. There are some good times. Yeah. Because we all can read each other, be crazy. All right. So final thoughts. What? Do, where can we all find you? Where can we all? Do you have social media? Are you a private person? I am a pretty private person just because of my job. Oh, yeah. That's um, true. And so 
I don't have Twitter. I don't have Snapchat. I don't have Instagram. Oh my God, what are you doing? I have Facebook. How do you live? I do have a Facebook. But it's private. It's private. I've never posted anything. And it's oh, not so my real name. Account. It's not my real name. And my face is not in the picture. Um, it's really just so I can buy stuff off a of marketplace. Okay. So, yeah. What do you buy off marketplace? Do you have any good marketplace stories? No, my marketplace stories are tame compared to the Tinder stories. Damn. Um, I mean, like, I bought a computer monitor a couple weeks ago. Um, I've had somebody try and trade me a pair of shoes for a bicycle. That was an interesting Ooh. one. Did you go to people's houses and it's like a shithole? I mean, I don't go into their homes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, Hell, I wouldn't. That's, that's, no, like, that's like stranger like, danger, yeah. you know, safety lesson number one is you don't go into someone's home. Okay. Um, but... Final thought, though. What is... Do you have a... Because you're, you're in Cecil County. Yep. Do you have an Elkton or Northeast Walmart story? Oh. Uh, I know someone that was popped hooking in the Northeast Walmart parking lot with the truckers. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Uh, no, nothing quite like but that. But, like, I'd say, if you want to see some, I like... Mean, like, if you're looking for, like, people at Walmart, there's... Um, I'd be surprised if most of them didn't come from there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did have an experience at the Northeast Walmart once, and this is pre-COVID, back when they were truly 24 hours. Yeah, which uh, I'm pissed that they're not. I love going to Walmart like 2 in the morning. Oh, I know. Yeah, and so I was I – w- I don't even remember what I was doing, but for some reason I was at Walmart around 2 a.m., and, uh, you know, there are – there's like this mother and her daughter, and her daughter is about my age – and then there were like two bigger dudes, right? And so I'm walking out of Walmart in the parking lot and there's music playing and the daughter, again, about my age, was just like dancing, chilling with the music. And I'm sitting here looking at these big guys and I'm like, I'm a big dude, but the fact that I'm referring to them as big, like they were big, big. And they kept eyeing her, like eyeing them up and eyeing me up. And I'm like, oh, this don't feel right, you know? And so she was dancing the music, and I kind of jokingly, like, danced around. And uh, this guy, like, looked at his friend, and he's like, man, the weird shit you see at Walmart. Oh, my God. They like, were calling you the weirdo. Yeah, oh, they were calling them. me the weirdo. I'm like, man, you are uh, the... If, uh, yeah. I remember I was in the Northeast Walmart one time, and it was, it was, like, 1130 on, like, a Wednesday night. And there was a family there. It was like a five-year-old, an eight-year-old, of course. They looked like they were feral as fuck. And the mom and the, I guess some other older woman straight up was in the music section and said to the kid, I got to find this or daddy's going to rip me a new asshole to like the eight-year-old. And I'm like, who the fuck talks like that to their kid? Like, Yeah, for real. I'm like, only there. Only Then you got to realize like, oh, maybe the kids are like, I don't know. Yeah, but chances are if they're saying that they've heard worse. Exactly. And then I'm like, um, if he if you're worried that he's gonna rip you and you out, then I'm like, is he is he beating you? Is it did he have a stay in the Cecil County Hilton? <laughs> oh man. My heart breaks for Cecil County. I do too. Like there's some there are really great people there and there's just a lot of uh, pain. Yeah, and like Elkton and so, like Elkton has some moment, but like most of Cecil County is very nice. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I was like I'm in the middle of publishing my August art blog and like I'm doing stuff about like the rail, like the Norfolk Southern line that runs through Port Deposit and it's like the photos are gorgeous and I'm like, you know, and it's a it's cool and Perryville's cool too. Yeah, it's a you know, it's a beautiful area. There's, you know, lots of bits of nature that are nice. 
the people are kind. There's actually history there that's not mm-hmm. terrible. Um, and I, it, it's a county with a whole bunch of potential. Um, but, you know, like anything else, and it's probably everywhere, but there's a couple bad apples that... Yeah. You know. Uh, and they all go to the Walmart there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say anything about that. I go to the Walmart there too. Yeah. Do you go uh, to do you go to the Aberdeen one? The Aberdeen one I got some good shit too. Aberdeen, I haven't been there too much. It's mm. kind of out of my way. Oxford every once in a while. What I've heard that people say the Oxford Walmart is nice. It kind of is. It it, it can is. be. Does it ha- does it have that like Walmartianness to it? Walmartian? Yeah, that's what I call a Walmart. <laughs> a Walmartian. They they can't be real humans. Yeah, um, taking it back to aliens. I mean, it's a Walmartian. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I was thinking you were getting at there. Um, I mean, it's it's still a Walmart, like, mm. but it seems like the, the place is a little bit cleaner. Yeah, um, like, and the, Walmart is an intelligent company. Um, like on a broad scale, they are very good with their marketing and knowing their demographics. And so, if you go <laughs> at like, <laughs> I, I know, I love it. And like, so if you go to like Northeast or Elkton, and you're looking for clothes, you're it'll be like Made in America, the brand. And I'm like, is it Made in America? <laughs> well, more importantly, you're gonna find like you know workout clothes yes. and like you know like what they're co- trying to make into like hip and trendy stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you go to like Oxford, you can actually find like professional clothing. Yeah. For you know for a job, and it's. Um, you know, same thing. You go towards a more urban area. They have a different set of clothing compared to others. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's the clothing in the Northeast? I haven't been to the Northeast one in a while. Um, Is it Moo Moo's and Scrubs? Pretty much. <laughs> one way or another, yeah. Oh. Um, and I mean, even like the size of the different sections of yeah. the stores are different. Like Northeast, they have shoes and they have some boots. Oxford, it's a little further out there. There's mm-hmm. a lot more farm country around it. So they have a massive shoe section with yeah. more boots options. Do you um, like Tractor Supply? I like the store. I don't like their politics. Okay. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with any of that. No. Uh, the only politics I know is like Chick-fil-A. Of course, I don't... And Chick-fil-A's flip-flopped recently, yeah. too. Well, I don't eat them because every time I eat their... Their stuff, it gets me the shits. <laughs> That's only the spicy chicken. Yeah. No, it's everything. <laughs> oh, really? With me. Like, yeah. Well, like, hmm. so what did what did Chakra Supply do? So there is this whole, and it's it's borderline conspiracy theory, but... We didn't get to go into conspiracy theories. There, Perfect way to wrap this up. There is this, like, there are social, like, I think it's... I want to say ESG. It's like a social energy score. Okay. Based on how like green and efficient the companies are. Oh God. Yes. And, and it's a big greenwashing campaign. And it, and so tractor supply has like bought into all of that and mm. trying to be very green. And at the same time, they have had issues with their, um, with their chicken feed and its suppliers. And part of that is because of that green, uh, the green movement, but they're also talking about like the the feed is not having the nutrients for chickens to lay eggs and it's you know not keeping them healthy and oh things God. like that. And so you kind of question what you're getting from there. And I, you know, I really don't have an answer on it. It's hard to say what's true. Yeah. Because as soon as you start saying, well, you know, oh, the chicken feed's not quality anymore and they're they're trying to under you know 
minimize the nutrition of the chickens. And can you buy chickens from them? Uh, you could for a, a long time. You okay. still can, but it's they're apparently hard to come by, and that's part of the the uh, conspiracy, right? Okay. So this whole discussion becomes: if you, they're hard to come by, the price of those chickens go up. There, you you know, the feeds no longer as quality so the price of the eggs and the price of chicken goes mm. up and you're less likely or able to do it on your own with like a little home farmstead so it goes back into this big global world control conspiracy yeah you know how much is the government playing into it to, to tell you you can't have your own chickens and eggs and how much are they steering you towards uh you know, genetically lab-grown meats and Which things like that. Not, I'm sure that's the shit's waiting to happen with oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so do you go down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole a lot? I like I read into it because I think I it's interesting. It, I think it's interesting and it's uh, funny. It's absolutely interesting. And I think some of them have a bit more validity than yeah. others. Oh, definitely. One of my favorite conspiracies is the fact that they call them conspiracies. Yes. Somebody said that like you take a logical thought and call it a conspiracy and make it sound so far out that people no longer want to listen to it or mm-hmm. take it seriously when in fact some of them could truly be a real idea. Yeah. And like we live in an age where like there's so much distrust that like conspiracy theories are taken off like like wildfire. But at the same time I'm like a lot of these have a basis in real stuff. Like I'll just say studying reality television has really opened up my mind to how the media works and how political theater in relationship with media works and stuff like that and I'm like there's a lot more at work at stake than I think people are able to even intellectualize or realize. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, everybody, you know, there's these conspiracy theories and then they kind of like split, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, we've gotten this far, but it could be this or it could be that or it could be that. And that's where they lose some of the credibility. And I think a lot of people latch on at those points because depending on what you believe, yeah. you can kind of take those anywhere you go. Yeah. You know, so. And I feel like people can have conspiracy theories about everything. I mean, I think, you name it, I've seen a conspiracy conspiracy theory about it. Yeah. And so I guess like most people, I would probably only ascribe to the ones that are particularly concerning to me or, you know, of of any interest. Yeah. I get that. All right. Well, where can we, where can we see you next? Are you going to be at the next open mic night? You got to come to open mic night at the state theater. I'm there. Big Nick's there. Yeah, I'm I'm always there for the uh, the open mics and yeah, you know, really any time there is a good time. So it is, and I have to say you're very smart. I really like you. I consider you a friend. It's a well, pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. All right, bitches. I'm going back up to space. Earth is scary. Deuces All right, peace out. Again.